Hey, 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 it's B-Rad Celebrity Stylist, your host here on Hairstylist Podcast Radio. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Want to be a guest? Just message me. The show is for hairstylists that want to empower and change the world with their voice. We discuss triumphs, tragedy, stories of inspiration, how to earn six figures, how they got started, and more. Like, share, and subscribe today. Hey, 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 it's B Rad Celebrity Stylist. Here we are with a fantastic stylist, Lisa Enos. So, Lisa is our guest today. Lisa has exciting stories, and Lisa, I know she's fantastic at what she does. Her updo work is incredible. We've talked at length, and she's a wonderful light being that I think you're going to truly enjoy. So, let's give a big round uh, on applause while you're listening now. So, I'm going to welcome Lisa. So, just a little bit about Lisa here. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of background on here. Uh, she's been a hairstylist for 30 years. She's a salon owner, an educator specializing in long hair and upstyling, which is her passion. Uh, creating the Facebook page, Updo Mondays with Lisa and Upstyle Showcase. She's a mom with an amazing son and a, milita- and a military wife to an amazing husband who recently retired and is now supporting her and her career. She's also part of the Guru uh where oh here we go <laughs> good thing this is radio <laughs> the guru village and a part of the canadian beauty alliance which we're going to dive into uh much more while we're here so i want to say welcome lisa and if you want to say hi to the audience and we can get rolling <laughs> hi everyone so lisa we're just going to jump right into it i want to say thank you for being part of the 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 podcast but we all have a story so i'd really like to know kind of you know who you are how you became you and you know just let's dive in and let's know all about you okay well thanks for having me i really appreciate it um so i grew up in a small town in yuma arizona it's a border town and not much going on there except for a military base and agriculture and i you know i didn't know what i was going to do after high school i just had no clue now, I had already had a talent or a confident. I would cut my friend's hair, um, do their hair. You know, I just, I just always had a confidence that I, I could do it. If that, oh, you want your haircut? Okay, I could do it. <laughs> and, um, but I never thought about actually taking that and making a career out of it. But God always has a different plan because my counselor had – I'd only met like once before in my whole four years of high school. She brought me in my senior year and she goes, so Lisa, what are you going to do with your life? And I said, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess I'll go to a community college. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do. And she said, well, I have a scholarship to beauty school and your name just came on my mind. And um, so how would you like to go to beauty school? And I said, okay. And I thought to myself, I'll do that until I know what I want to do, you know? So I went to school and I fell in love with school. But when I went to school, I was like, what? I have to do chemistry and, you know, anatomy. And, you know, I was like, okay. But I fell in love with doing hair and I had a natural talent to do it. I was always the first one who volunteered to do a haircut. Um, I wasn't ever afraid to do it. I knew girls that I went to school with that 
you know, they would comb the hair 50 times before they would cut it because they were so scared to cut somebody's hair and mess it up. But I was like, I'll do it. Let me do it. You know, so I, I just always really had a, a drive or a thrive to want to, you know, I didn't have either. Um, I wasn't worried about failing, you know, I, I didn't worry about messing up because mm-hmm. I just think I'm, I'm learning. You know, of course you're going to mess up, but I wasn't afraid to mess up. Exactly. Did did you find when you wanted to do hair that some people thought that being a hairstylist wasn't a real career? It's something to get you by until something better came along? Well, I still have that and I'm a salon owner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so if this hair thing doesn't work out, you can can always trade some Bitcoins. (laughs) You know, I think people think it's not a real job that you're Mm -hmm. just having fun. Um, I don't think they think you're very smart sometimes when you do it for a career. I find that sometimes where, where people, you know, think you should have went to college and, and do um, that kind of route. But, you know, I think we are, I think that God always gives us talent, you know, and he gives us a passion and a drive to push us into a road that we need to go down on, you know, and I think you're going to be the happiest when you actually do that, when you go that way. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I still kind of get that sometimes where, you know, it's not, it's not a real profession, you know, and and, and it's very tough. And I, I had the same thing too, growing up being male, that sort of thing as well. Yeah. uh, Where, uh, Oh, we just have my, uh, my video just went out. <laughs> it's okay. It's radio. So you can't see me. I got the face for, I have the face for radio. So that's the thing with, with going live. We're doing it live right now, but it's having that uh, thing where sometimes the, the equipment doesn't work, but it's still recording, which is, which is fine. Right. But uh, that's okay. We don't need to see me. <laughs> So, but um, yeah, as I say, with, with doing the um, growing up and say, it's like, well, if you're doing hair, hair, and even some clients have that thing that it's pretty much a low end job, but right. you know, as a salon owner, how much work it takes. You're not just a hairstylist, you're a psychologist, you're an artist, you're a, you know what I mean? You, you listen to all their issues. I mean, you're talking about you know, giving some gifts. If you're going trials and tribulations, you're going to be tested. Being a hairstylist, you're going to have every type of personality that you can imagine that you can come across that you have to, you know, win over. Because basically, too, I I believe with a lot of people, their how they look, uh, you know, is a big part of their personality, and hair is a big personality um, or a big part of their personality where that identifies them so yes. you can't and especially with change because people are like i need something different but can you keep it like this this and this which is basically the same they already had and then right. you have to make it look like it's it's something new but with yourself you do more with updos upstyling so tell me a little bit more about that how that part of hairstyling became your passion um well you know i uh I, I do a broad spectrum. So I'm a cutter, a colorist, and of styling too. Um, there was a point, it was the same kind of thing. I was never afraid to do it. And you know how some 
some hairstylists, they get the hot sweats when prom time comes around. Exactly. They're like high <laughs> in the back. They're like, I'm off that day. I don't want to do it. That long hair is coming in. I'm yeah. running. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think... They're just like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. But again, I was never afraid to do it. Mm-hmm. So, but you know what? I always educated myself. I always took classes. Um, I remember my salon owner, she would bring in a lot of education and she actually brought in um, Martin Parsons into our salon. Amazing. Um, Yeah. So we got to take a class from him and I love him. He's great, you know, and I love the way he does hair and, and he does it in a fun way where I think he takes the stress out of it. But I learned a lot from him. And um, there's a lot of people that I like to follow. Nadine Donovan, I think she's awesome. <laughs> Nadine, I think we all love, yeah. love, love, love Nadine. Her. And, love and her. Um, I took her I, class in Atlanta. <laughs> I still take classes from everybody. Of you know, course. Uh, of I course. love I, Lorna, Lorna Evans in Australia yeah. and yeah. Um, Sharon Blaine. One day, that's oh, my dream yes, class yes. to take a, a class from her. Yeah. Um, so I always want to educate myself because I always want to be better than I was last year. Exactly. You know? So I always want to move forward. I don't want to get stagnant and I want to be able to do really pretty work. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, you know, that's, um, I would also, when I travel, when we moved a lot in the military, sometimes I wouldn't be somewhere long enough to actually work in a salon. So I would do bridal work. Ah, so I would hook up with a bridal uh, dress shop in the uh, area. They would have shows. I would do their models. And then we would do shows and brides would come. And, they, and then I said, if you could just, you know, give out my name. Um, so brides would contact me. So I would do bridal work. And then I worked for Armstrong McCall in Arizona. And I had a really amazing boss. I was a sales rep. But I asked her will you let me do some updo classes? And that's where I actually started teaching. And ah, she said, yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah. give some salon, some updo classes. So she was great. She was big supporter of me to actually start to teach because I love that too. I love that atmosphere of being in a classroom and people are learning, you know, and they're getting aha and yeah, you know, you're yeah. just feeding off of each other. And I love that environment. And, um, I'm never afraid to talk in front of people. You know, when I was in kindergarten, all my report says she talks too much. <laughs> you know, she needs to be quiet. So, yeah. you know, I was never afraid to be in front of a classroom or an audience or, or anything right, like Exactly. That. And you have the gift of the gab. That's the best way. And, and I understand being myself an educator, too. It's feeling the transformation and yeah. when you see the lights going off and when you're creating something for someone, um, same with, with doing up to work, do you find that when someone comes, you follow a picture or do you have something set in your mind or as you're creating, your mind kind of turns off and then this piece of art comes out? Yeah. So like I just got through doing prom and every girl wanted to braid, you know, <laughs> so They would give me an inspiration picture and that's what I say. I go, this is a great inspiration picture because you might not have that length. You might not have that texture. You might not have the volume that it needs for that. I said, but we could do something very similar. And you know, when you have a picture, it's only one side. Exactly. So, you know, so you do have to be creative. So I like 
like if I'm using a certain kind of braid in the front, I like to create that same texture in the back. So oh, okay. I, like co I like a cohesiveness in the work. But, you know, if you're doing something, you know, you know, um, editorial something, you can go really go all kinds oh, of texture. Exactly, exactly. But so, but I like a cohesiveness. So, mm -hmm. but I do, I take an inspiration. I kind of get the, the feel of what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. But you have to also, you have to tell them your professional opinion because face shape has a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take a girl with a really round face and then put a center part no. on her. She is not going to look good. And I'm not going to give her all this volume on the side. You know, so so I can gear them like, you know, you'd probably be really good with a really higher, you know, um, just crown if we, you know, put the, the updo high. And I, and I tell them exactly why, too. And they're really impressed when you tell them, well, your face shape is this way, so we can soften this or enhance this. And if you talk to a client like that, they really appreciate it because they, well, they're like, wow, nobody's ever told me that I have this face shape. And, I think, that's the biggest, and yeah. I think that's the biggest thing, a strong consultation. And it also empowers you as a stylist because you show that you know their face, you know the type of hair. You're saying, this is, I'm as an artist giving you the best. I don't want you leaving my salon with something now. If you, especially a round face, and they're going to go out with the sides to here, and now they look like a football. Right. <laughs> you know, and or they shorts. got some. Exactly. And short, you know. <laughs> So, yeah. but I also say, you don't want to take a tall bride and then give her this really high bun on the top. And then in her picture, her groom looks like he's like <laughs> a foot shorter, you know? Exactly. So there's, there's those things that you have to think about, you know? Yeah. I think it makes a, a big uh, thing as well. So when you're doing your consultation, do you also talk about adding extensions or different accessories in as well? Yeah. And I carry those. You oh, know, I, I have them just in case I need them. If I need uh, extensions for volume or length. So I carry all different kinds of color. Oh, okay. Yes. And then, and then I, you know, I mix them in the hair. So it, it, it's a nice blend. So it's not just like I have a ponytail, I wrap a thing yes. around, you know, mm -hmm. but I really try to blend the hair in. So you, it's really camouflaged. Um, but I do, I carry bling. I carry all kinds of stuff. And I just, you know, can suggest, you know, oh, this would look great with bling. I love bling in the hair. And then I'll, sh I'll put it in, and then usually they love it, you know. Mm -hmm. And then it's another upsell for you if you can sell it to them. Exactly. And, hair, and, and the hair extension, too, because you need to pay for that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Do you find that you use any of the sort of vivid color as well? As far as an extension, yeah. maybe a bridesmaid or, or somebody in the party, they're wearing a blue dress and they want just like a blue accent in. And, or, or if they want the look of highlights, but they don't actually want to chemically lighten their hair. I have to tell you that um, my client, I don't really have a vivid clientele. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, you could do that, especially some of these girls that want a pop of color. I mean, that would be easy to just clip it in and to do it. But my clientele has a really more of a natural um, hair color, you know, oh, but it would be definitely to say, you know, especially if you're doing something really fun, just to, hey, let's just pop this color into your braid mm -hmm. 
you know, and yeah. it would be really cool. It's so nice and it's easy. And as I say, it's very easy upsell for them. They get yep. something, it's not permanent. All they have to do is pop it out when they're pop done. It out. They, you know, get some crazy pictures or people like, I like a pink stripe here. Or I'd like this accent or the same, just to have a nice, some ribbons of color yes. just going through the braids uh, sort of thing. Um, with your braids, do you, do you do a lot more of the pulling out more deconstructed braids? So yes. Because I, I think it, like look, it. it brings a lot more drama mm -hmm. to the braid. And people are like, when you do a fishtail, but if you do it in a way that you're deconstructing it, people go, what'd you do? What kind of braid is that? How did you do that? And then, so I do that with three strand braids, four strand braids, um, fishtail mm -hmm. braids, box braids, because mm -hmm. I just think it adds so much more. Um, and where people think it's complicated. Exactly. You know? and, and do you find when you're, when you're doing the braiding, do you find there's some uh, good products that you really like that help control it, make it stay better? Um, you know, because some people like a certain type of thing uh, just because if they have fuzzy ends or they want to control it, that's not too like sticky or wet. Do you have a, a favorite type of products that you use when you do your work? Okay, well, to tell you the truth, I hardly like to use a lot of stuff in the hair. Oh, good to know. You know, yeah. I don't. I like to use some kind of volume mousse, so I love a quash. Mm -hmm. I'll use it at the root, okay. and then I just use finishing spray for the rest. Now, if it's somebody with really fine hair, I stay away from a lot of stuff, especially anything that has an oil or a silicone yeah. base because it's just going to weigh down the hair. Yeah, um, so I try to use as less – to me, less is more – I think I get a prettier curl and everything. If I don't have a lot, it's not sticky. So I get a lot um, more out of my set if I don't over, you know, use products, you know, over. Exactly. And, and that's, a that's a really good tip that yeah. less is more that you don't always, you don't always need a lot. So we'll jump a little bit. So can you tell me about Guru Village, what it is, what it's all about, how you're involved? So Guru Village is an educational company that Dennis Gephardt started. And we have um, different educators, um, a color educator. Dennis, of course, you know, is all about the science uh, behind color. He does a lot of classes, uh, foundation, formulation, master the disaster, which is corrective color. So he can tell you everything in a hair color, what, what the chemicals are, what they do. It's amazing. Um, and then we have a girl that she does a lot of, um, different balayage techniques. We have a girl that does all kinds of customer service. Um, she does, uh, her, you know, she does, it's called the diamond standard. It's really how to make oh, wow. your client's experience exceptional. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so we do a lot and then I do, um, edu uh, updo education for them. And so we do a lot of online education. You can go to guruvillage.net. And they have tons of online education, but we also are in the process of just starting to travel mm -hmm. and actually do like in salon. Um, but that's slow in coming, but it's, it's, it's working its way up. So yeah, right now, course. but at least it's great if it's online and people are yeah. able to see it, that they can get on, at least get some inspiration, you know, and especially yourself because you, with your Facebook page, you do normally Facebook lives or you also show every week. You're always on there with great tips, great ideas. I know I've learned a lot myself from you and I'm sure there's a lot of other people that do too, because a lot of us that are out there, 
um, I think we change a lot of lives without even knowing it. And then people run up to you, Lisa, Lisa, and you're like, who is this person? <laughs> and they're like, I know you. I know you from Facebook. I know, right, you know, right. especially too with, with the big uh, show coming up in Orlando. I know there's going to be quite a yes. few people there. And for me, I love it because it's like old home week. Everybody yep. there, you get to see everybody that even if you haven't met personally, you know them from social media, you know them from, you know, say sending messages on Messenger or, or talking online or on the phone or, or things like that. But um, can you tell me a little bit about the Canadian uh, Beauty Alliance? Well, that's something that recently just developed, but they have – um, partnered up with Guru Village mm -hmm. to do um, online training. Uh, hopefully, okay. someday we get to go to Canada to actually <laughs> do it in person. That would you know? be. That would but, be. Um, it's, yes. it's an amazing thing that um, they're they've teamed up together just to promote education in Canada. Yeah, and I think a lot of, I mean, a lot of top salons, a, a lot of people here are always hungry for education, yep. and it's not always about your basics. Sometimes you need to learn about customer service, how to run a front desk, how to upsell, how to, you know, and make it, like even say up to as quick and easy, that you're not yep. going to stress out, that you can do something very simple, and it's beautiful, but it doesn't take you a lot of effort, but it's so nice, because I think for a lot of people too, the convenience, I think some people think that if they work too quick, they feel they're cheating the client. Right. I believe if you're more effective, you're saving that client time because you know doing brides or, you know, I mean, they can be pretty stressed out. Yes. <laughs> and lots of things go on. But if you have it down, um, some brides don't do a trial. I recommend that you always have a bride do a oh, trial. Yeah. Um, yes. Because one thing that could be a disaster if, you know, they're already stressed enough, they got lots of stuff going on, they have their bridal party with them. And I mean, I have my own bridal stories I could tell. Right. My, my bridal work has been fine, but just like literally stuff that happens, the bride is getting her hair done. They went to pick up the cake, the top layer flies right off. <laughs> and then it's like, she has to deal with it. You know, one, one, it's a sad story. Her groom was in an accident that very day. Oh, the day? The, morning, the day. Oh, of. yeah so it's it, you you hear lots and <laughs> lots and lots of stories so if people wanted to take a class do you do ongoing classes or is most of your stuff the best to go to your facebook page or follow you on instagram what's the best way if my, i was well take i a do a lot of my facebook uh training page is called the easy updo okay and so i try and that's where i do updo mondays um so I do a lot. I have probably 30 videos on there that is, you have a lot of tips, tricks, techniques that help make your work faster, you know? Um, so you can go there, but yeah, I do uh, private classes. I do a, um, an online private class. Um, you can also go through Guru Village um, to set up a class through them, or you can message me personally if you want to do an in-salon class. Um, I do that. And the thing with the easy updo, you're talking about how to make your work more efficient. You know, when people come in, I think they, they don't even know where to start. You know, and I, and I say, it's like building a house. You know, an architect does not start building a house without a plan. So my, the way I break down in my class is I show you how to look at a picture and then how would you section that out? You know, you have to... The more you know, the more you'll understand when you look at pictures how to do it. It's just a lot of practice. But it, the sectioning is key because 
people get lost because they 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 don't have any kind of plan when they go in and they've got all this hair and they're just trying to pick it up pin it pick it up pin it but if you actually think about you have to have architectural design in your mind like i know i'm going to part this fringe out i know i'm going to part the sides out so i can work with the back when you do that make sure your work really fast you know so you always it's always better to have a pant plan even if you have a picture i people send me pictures going how would you do this you know and i said okay this is how I might section this out and start. You know, you might have, people have different ways that they would do it, but at least you have a plan to do it. And that's what I do on my page is I just try to give you different techniques and tips just to make that easier, you know, of how, how to like get a Pinterest <laughs> picture. <laughs> and, yes, exactly, exactly. And how to, you know, deconstruct it, so dissect mm -hmm. it. So you actually know how to do it. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I do that. And, um, you know, it's so rewarding because I get so many people who say I was terrible at updos. And now because of your page, I am not afraid to do an updo. You know, mm -hmm. I know basic, like I know some basic updos I can do. And then I'm still practicing to get better. And it's really rewarding to oh, hear that. Yeah. And where, where do you draw your inspiration from or where do you find that you get your most inspiration from? So when you come up and you're doing your Monday video, kind of do you just like come up there and whatever flows out or do you have an idea in mind or something impressed you or just some other things you've seen and you incorporate it into your own uh, sort of flow? I come up with an idea and I practice. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> you and your mannequin are best friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I the same. I've been I've been doing hair for years, and I still have mannequins because I, I, have, I think that's the best way. Yes. Even if you don't do updos, learn stuff, try new things. If there's yep. a new color coming out, try it on your mannequin before you try it on somebody live. <laughs> I know? have a whole room of mannequin heads <laughs> from short hair to yes. very long hair. But no, you know what? I'll try a technique. And sometimes it will take me 20 times to practice it. But I'm in front of the TV and I do it and then I take it down. And then yes. I do it again and I mm -hmm. take it down. I do it again and I take it down. So I'm very comfortable with the technique. Now, sometimes I'll make stuff up. Mm -hmm. But the good thing is a lot of them I have on video. So I remember what I did. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So that's but, always key. Do that. You know, or... Yeah. Get a get a um, a head uh, form. Yes. And draw out your sectioning mm -hmm. on the head form, and just keep them in a folder so that you know exactly what you did on that. And you can just draw a little picture of what the hairdo yes. looked like. But you forget. You know what I mean? You get creative, and you forget yeah. what you did. Of course, especially when you're doing stuff that's more intermingled or things like yes. that, or this is going through that and that scooped, and then you're like spraying this hair out this way, and then this is right. under. I added a piece here to get the volume because a lot of people they see these styles and they're all lifted up, so they have the bump underneath or they have a piece underneath, and then the hair gets pinned into that, but it looks like it's all the hair, but yet it's just a net with some, you know, yeah. 
a filling if you want to make your own it's very easy to make your own pieces you don't oh, yeah, always do have too. to go out and, and purchase them the same no. with ornamentation any of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. you can be really creative or create something that you know okay this bridal party's coming in they're all in blue let me get some crystals and put them on some pins and do this so you get some nice little accents um you know the button store the button store is awesome if you yeah. want to make your own bling you get beautiful yeah. buttons and you you glue them onto a hairpin yeah, and, and that's so, one, yeah. another great way too if you want is actually um fishing fishing wire fishing wire that, yes. you spray it with spray glue you add glitter to it you can weave that through it's that's amazing cool. for a little bit of a spark in the hair it's great through blades and things like or, uh, the braids just because it is flexible and you yes. can move it around and if you want to do different colors you can do different colors you can add but it just gives you that especially if they don't want a big piece in their hair it's a nice way to have an accent running you can also add ribbon you can add you know what i mean yeah. pretty much you, you can, can be sew really with that. creative you could yeah the same yeah. way and i've i've actually sewn up dues before where you take yeah. the thread and you actually sew through and that keeps it and it's no it's pinless there's it, no pin. well you know and it's got to be much more comfortable i would uh, think of course because you don't have it. them digging in and stuff like that and, and i think the biggest challenge for stylists if you have somebody who has a bob and they want to put it up how do yes. you make a bob like say they have your length um which is like chin length or just past chin length how do you put that hair up like as I say, you need a great foundation. You need to start somewhere. But it's incredible what some of these artists out there are doing. You know, doing now. So I just yeah, where they're actually doing a braid at the scalp, exactly, and then pinning into that foundation, which that's awesome. When you're mm -hmm. even do, doing French twists, because you can put a braid down the center and actually can pin into that where that's not going to fall. So yeah, that's genius. Yeah, too. it's perfect because it, anchor, it anchors right in. And as I say, even though like you and uh, myself, we've been doing hair for many years, but some of these new artists that are coming out, that's why I love going to the hair shows. That's why I love education. That's why I love being an educator. I actually ed ed educated in an amazing salon today. And it's nice when, the, one of the first times I came in, everybody was excited. They came in, they had pens, they had paper, they had questions. They right. went, they looked, they tried. They, it was like, wow, okay, you guys are really all about you know, your craft. And because too, every time you educate, it's going to up you another yeah. level anytime you can get a, a wow it's going to up you another level and people are wondering about pricing and that's always the biggest thing about pricing but for me in pricing know your area but also know your value know your work um don't compare to anybody else you do what you do right and you charge accordingly to what you need to cover just because i charge a certain amount lisa charges a certain amount don't worry about we charge do in comparison to what your work is. If you believe you need more training, then set it at a, a, a medium level. And then as you train and you get more and more training, then you can start to up it a little bit. You know, not every updo is going to start at 100 bucks. Some updos right. are 25, some updos are 50. It depends on your market. It depends if it's a bridal. It depends if it's uh, a uh, just somebody going to a party. It depends if it's, you know, for grad or prom or, or that sort of thing as well. But one thing I'd like to know, what is one of the defining moments that you, Lisa, had personally in your life? Well, you know what? We were moving so much um, in my husband's military career 
And there was at a point where I thought, I'm just going to give up, you know, I'm going to just stop doing hair. I'm going to be a stay at home mom and, you know, just do that. And, but I, I think I just, when my husband retired, I said, I'm going back to work. I, I just really want to go back to work. And you know what? And then I started um, periscoping. Ah, you know? okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's really where I got started. Yeah. I started periscoping. The first periscope I did, <laughs> I got this guy. He was so rude. He said, uh, oh, you're, you're so rough. I would never let you put your hands in my hair. And I said, well, this is my mannequin and she doesn't complain very much. That's right. And then I thought, oh, I Get really those suck. trolls. Get those trolls. Yes. I said, and I said to myself, oh, I really suck at periscoping. I really, I'm not going to do that again. But then I thought, why am I going to let one guy say something to me? And then I go, no, I'm going to do it again. Mm. You know, and you just got to start to get a really hard you just got to let it go off. You know what I mean? I always yeah. say you can have hard skin, but a, a soft heart, you know, just don't exactly. get the opposite. Don't get a soft skin and then a hard heart. You know, you mm -hmm. just want to make sure that you just let that stuff roll. You know, now I think, nah, eh, those guys get issues. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> and I think, and I think that's really one big issue is that when we're online, we're showing our work on Instagram, we're showing our work on Facebook. We're open to all kinds of criticism. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of the times when these people criticize, they either number one, don't do hair. They don't know what it takes to do this. They don't know that you practice over and over and over again because that's how you get it right by doing it over, exactly. and, over and over again. So you can perfect that. So if Lisa was to do a show and a hundred models, she could re replicate that same style on a hundred different models or 10 different models, especially if you're doing a lot of stage, a lot of runway, right. or if you're teaching it over and over you don't want to teach it one way in one salon and they say well we really like it and now you're teaching it totally different at another salon the same the same look and obviously there's more than one route to get a final result but if, as long as you have a, a breakdown and you have a, a foundation but it's the same in life as long as you stick to your core foundation and as I say as we're talking about defining a moment it's because I think we're all, we all come to that point where we just want to give up. It's time yeah. to pack it up. Why am I doing this? I keep trying. Nobody likes my work. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but to me, a no is a reward just because every no you're going to get gets rid of that person out of the way that you don't need to get that person that you do need that's going to appreciate what you do, that love what you do. Because obviously people love what you do because you, you have a large following. So they love what you do. Right. You know, you know what? perseverance is key. You know, you have to have perseverance if you want to be successful because you're going to have a lot of closed doors. You know what I mean? It's, it's, if you persevere to keep trying to open doors, you know what I mean? Um, and sometimes you'll find doors open, but you know, I could, I could have given up and not ever, you know, found this uh, path to being on, um, you know, on live video or being here with you. And so, you know, it's just that you just, you have to just never give up. Nothing ever ends. You can always have a new beginning, you know, a new start to something. It doesn't have to just be finished. So I just think if you really have a passion for something and it's not working, you keep, you keep at it, you know, you keep going. Um, you just found a way that it's not open. You have to just look for another way that's open. Exactly. And I think from listening to the interview as well, I found that, um, you know, you, 
you created your own opportunities. You had that passion and that fire inside you. You know, you made it happen. You had like, let's teach classes. Let's do this. I'm going to do this where most people are like, I can't talk in front of people. I can't be in front of a camera. What if I'm like stumbling and nobody, you know, everybody listening, you've heard me goof up a couple of times already. Don't say you <laughs> haven't because you know you have, but it makes us all human. We're yeah. all human. We're all imperfect. And that's just the way, but we're all wonderfully and perfectly made. But the thing is, be yourself. And that's the best way on social media. Have a heart connection with your audience. Be real. You know, and say, say, hey, I tried a hundred times. People are like, that's beautiful. Yeah, I tried a hundred times. But to me, you really need to be impressive because if you want to be a celebrity stylist, if you want to be noticed by companies, it doesn't just happen overnight. No. It, it takes a lot of hard work. And the overnight successes, even like Lisa's, they don't know what it takes to get there. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, you didn't just wake up one morning, you got this phone call and said, <laughs> you know, Lisa, we heard you wanted to be a hairstylist, so we want you to travel the world for us and teach you everything you right know. you know it, right. it doesn't really happen like that and no. there's so many great artists out there that that people think that oh well they're so lucky they're this they're that but they don't know their stories you know exactly. and, and that's what the empowerment you know we're talking about hairstyles empowerment right now because everybody does have a story and everybody has something to share and everybody has value and everybody has you know some gold you know in them it's just uncovering those uncovering those nuggets so if you had some words of wisdom for our audience to empower others what would it be lisa well you can't just sit back and you and think i'll wait for everything to come to me that's just not how life works, you know? So you really have to go and pursue your, you know, passion. So, you know, I love what Joan Rivers said when they asked her what made you successful. And she said, I was smart enough to walk through every door of opportunity. So that's what you have to do. And sometimes you have to create those opportunities, you know, like I did with starting to do Periscope. And then I started posting my work on some of the forums and people go, oh, can you show me how you did that? And then I started my first educational video where, you know, where I'm like, okay, so we're going to start doing this. We're going to do updo Mondays. We're going to call it updo Mondays. And, you know, I'm going to teach you how I like to do styling. And then it just started to progress from there. And so, you know, but I had to take a risk, right, of putting myself in, in, uh, opportunity to be criticized and I get dumb stuff you know like oh you use too many pins oh you know that took you to, that's never gonna hold you know <laughs> just stuff like that and you just have to let it just roll off you know and I and I, I try to say um, thank you for the comment or you're welcome for the education that's right <laughs> <You know? laughs> You know, because they're like, okay, if it's not for you, please just move on, you know. Of but, course, um, of course. Yeah. But you open up yourself. You have to be able to take it mm -hmm. because it's not easy, but it's very rewarding when you mm -hmm. do. You have to take a risk. Yeah. Fear holds people back so much from doing what they really want to do. Fear of failing, you know, and especially I think in this new generation where everybody gets a trophy and everybody's number one and a winner. Mm -hmm. So I think they're really, they're really afraid to fail. I think they don't know how to fail. They don't know how to um, just deal with that. But the more you're not afraid to fail and you won't let fear get in your way, you'll go really far in what you want to do in life, you know, but um, 
you have to get that out of the way. You know, am I scared when I do things? Sure I am, but I don't let it stop me from doing it. And I think that's key, you know, to hey, anything hey. you do in life. Exactly, exactly. And that's a, a great point, great advice for all of us. I mean, as I say, if we're not empowering ourselves, and two, it's so tough with social media, I find that we're, we're always compared to other people. Yes. They did that, and they did that, and they could do it so much better, and they can, but the thing is, it's they, it's not you. And that's what people really want is you, you know. Yeah. They, they like, I may relate to you better than someone else, or I may love Nadine Donovan, or I may love like other people, but we all help and inspire, you know, e each other. So basically, um, I want to say thank you, Lisa, for coming on. And oh, if, if, if everybody liked this, please like, share, comment, and uh, tell your friends. So, but if you really like Lisa and what she had to say today, make sure to follow her on social media. So we'll just get you to give everybody the links. So then that way, they know where to follow you on Instagram, if you have a website, if you have a Facebook page, and on Mondays, uh, if you have a certain time that you post, or just come Monday and you'll be there. <laughs> okay, well, my training page uh, for Updo Mondays is called The Easy Updo. So you just can go on there and then like, and you have access to the videos. I post now about once a month. And um, so you just have to keep checking back <laughs> to see. But usually by the end of the month, I'm going to post a new video. I had to slow down a little bit. You know, we had to <laughs> make it of course, <laughs> last of a little longer. Yes. But um, my Instagram is Lisa Trebella Hair. And, um, and then I have another Facebook because I wanted stylists to be able to share their work, classes, techniques. And so it's called the upstyle showcase and if you just go in you can ask to join because it's a closed group you can ask mm -hmm. to join and then there people just show their work uh share techniques videos um class information and it's a really cool place where you can just go and, and get inspired too so those are the and you can go to guruvillage.net and you can find our um uh online classes there Oh, amazing. Amazing. So I thank everyone for joining today. We love you. We want to empower all you hairstylists and barbers and everybody in the beauty industry. And we'll see you next time. Bye.